Welcome to Wellspring on the Air, where professional Christian counselors share practical life and Bible insights. Why? Because hearts and minds matter. We're glad you joined our show today to hear from our host, Tova Kreps, president of Wellspring Counseling in Miami. Tova is a licensed therapist with many years of experience as a Christian counselor. Tova teaches, writes, and consults, and Life FM is pleased to have Wellspring Counseling restoring hearts and minds in our community. Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Tova, co-founder and president of Wellspring Counseling. And today's program is titled, Creating Powerful Moments This Christmas. We want to talk to you about how do you take these moments, all these days, all these busy things you're going to do this holiday season, and how do you make those moments memorable? How do you make them powerful, and how do you make them positive? So with me today for the show is Lindsay Stefan. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. And she's a therapist with Wellspring as well, and she's done several shows here, Mm -hmm. and we're just happy to have her here with us today as we talk through this. So I want to start by just telling you about the inspiration for this show, which is that I have recently read the book Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, and it is a bestseller, but it is also a secular book, so I'm not putting it out there as a Christian book. It's not. It's just a good book. I also need to qualify that it has a chapter in there with a really, really great example that they use to make a point with some vulgar language, so I just want to (laughs) qualify those two things, but the book is called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, and it is an awesome book. So I got so inspired by this book that I had my whole staff read it, bought it for the whole staff with the same qualifier, Mm -hmm. and then we read it together and said, how can we make meaningful moments with our clients, within our staff, within our lives and our world, so that the moments that we have with each other are memorable. And that's what we want to talk about with you today as we enter this holiday season. So here are a couple of basics from the research of this book. So the research says that the truth is we don't have really accurate memories. And most of us actually only remember specific moments and not all the moments of the events of our lives. So what makes those moments memorable is the question of the book. And they've done a great deal of research to prove what makes a moment memorable. So first of all, we remember the highs, the peaks, the highlight moments. And then we remember the really horrible moments. Mm -hmm. And then we remember the endings. So that's kind of an interesting thing to know that research says that we remember the very peaks, bottom of the valleys, and the endings. So, and then they went on in their research to figure out what types of moments are remembered Mm -hmm. out of those. And that the truth is we can actually orchestrate our lives to create on purpose positive memorable moments. Isn't that cool? So that's what this is about. All right. So they have a little acronym that's very easy to remember. It's called EPIC. And we're going to follow that today in a couple of Christmas ideas. But EPIC means the memorable moments, the elements that you can use to create powerful moments go E-P-I-C, EPIC. So the first is elevated. So that's those moments that are beyond the ordinary. You remember them because they're so out of the ordinary. They're bigger, better, more amazing, or very surprising. So Mm -hmm. it's not what you normally expect. And so something is elevated. Something is different. So E is for elevated. P is for pride. That means moments that we feel really proud of ourselves in. We achieve something or somebody acknowledges us for that are moments of pride. And we remember those. They stick in our minds. So that's P. So elevated, 
pride. The third is I for insight. And insight means it's an aha moment. Mm -hmm. Those moments where you go, oh, that's the meaning of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's something new about me or about somebody else. And it's those moments of insight that we remember because our life changed because we have a new worldview on something. And then C for epic is connecting. The moments where we really deeply connect with another human being is a moment that we're going to remember. It's something that sticks in our mind. That moment with somebody else where we go, oh, look at that. We we connected in some way. Okay, so we're going to now think about Christmas and how can we make epic moments? How can we have elevated moments filled with pride, with insider connecting and make them special? So first of all, we're going to talk about gift giving and how we can have epic, memorable gift giving moments. All right. So here we go. First of all, gift giving elevated. Lindsay, how can we make... Mm gift giving elevated well with elevated that's probably kind of the obvious we can have the big amazing presents so we've talked about when you get that car on your 16th birthday (laughs) or for christmas you get i don't know something you've always wanted you get the horse if, if you're that kind of family so but i think for most of us those are probably few and far between but we do remember them when we get them. Yeah, absolutely. When they're that much bigger or better or that yeah. surprising, we remember them. Yeah, because maybe it's something you've wanted for a really long time or you've waited and that anticipation, that buildup makes it so memorable when you finally get it. Okay, so how can we orchestrate elevated moments? Well, one, we can buy bigger, better, more surprising presents. But what else can we do to make um, a gift-giving moment a surprise or an elevated moment. Yeah, I think by making something very personal, we've talked about this, but even what is something that maybe in your family think about, has there been a rift and someone has waited for a long time to restore a relationship? So that's something we can offer to each other. We can even give an apology. That's very, it's not an actual gift, but But it could be. You could actually write an apology letter, put it in a box, wrap up the box and give it to someone for Christmas. Yep. Or maybe not an apology, maybe a letter of gratitude. Yeah. Or maybe a letter of acknowledgement. I just want to acknowledge what you've done this year. I know you've tried hard in our marriage and I want to give you the gift of of gratitude and thankfulness and acknowledgement for that. That'd be, that'd be memorable, right? It is. Absolutely. It's something we can orchestrate. You know, I saw, thinking of research, uh, mm-hmm. there's this great YouTube video. Maybe you've already seen it. It's got 5 million. You might be views. You might be one of those 5 million. <laughs> but anyway, it's called An Experiment in Gratitude, The Science of Happiness. And they did some research mm-hmm. on the science of happiness. And it was kind of cool. What they did is they brought people in and for this experiment, and then they videotaped them during it, and they asked them to tell someone in their life who's the most important person who would influence them. So they come up with a person, and then the next step is they, mm-hmm. they say, okay, you have to write a letter to them. So they leave them there writing this letter, and they have to write out a whole letter of this person who influenced their life. Then they come back in, and they say, okay, now you have to call them, like right now. Oh, okay. And they videotape the calls. Huh. And they call the person and say, I'm in this research thing and I'm supposed to read you this letter. Yeah. <laughs> and they randomly call these people. They're, you know, a mother, a boss, a, you know, some relative or something. Yeah. And the people are crying or whatever. Of course. So the happiness research was that they measured the happiness of the person who participated before they came in and afterwards. Oh. And the process of expressing that gratitude to somebody mm-hmm. made them more happy. 
Yes. Measurably more happy. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Anyway, it's a great YouTube. It's called An Experiment in Gratitude, The Science of Happiness. Look it up if you haven't seen it. But I here's a that. point. You can make an elevated moment by doing one of those things, by writing a letter of thanking yeah. someone, putting it in a box, put it under the tree or something, and, and really have an elevated moment. Yeah. I think we take for granted that people know how we feel about them or that we appreciate them or that we really recognize their achievements. But it's funny when we put it into words, that's the reaction you get. You often get tears a lot of emotion mm -hmm. because people are surprised to know you feel that way and that you took the moment and the time to express it yeah okay so we're on gift giving we can have elevated moments by surprising people with something unexpected we can have prideful moments now this one's you know how do we make someone feel proud during gift giving um not very common i think i have a simple answer to that which is just i think we can help our kids mm -hmm. um to create, make something from scratch. Yeah. Uh, well, what have you guys made in your family, Lindsay? Yeah, I have to say we joke about it now, but once I painted my parents a birdhouse, and now as an adult, they're like, yeah, it was horrible and very ugly, but we we loved that you took the time and locked us out of the garage, got the materials and built it and painted it for us. So, And was that memorable for you? It was because I thought it was amazing. I was like, wow, <laughs> look what I did. And I thought how special I'm giving them something homemade. And their reaction, of course, was, yes, very grateful. And they they still have it up in the living room to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a moment of pride for you. And um, so I think yeah. all of us could do that. We can do something that, that maybe it's for us on the gift-giving side, but that's a moment of pride. And on the receiving side, yeah. someone spent a lot of time achieving something for us. Yeah. Uh, it's meaningful. Like it to is. Your parents. All right. So we've got elevated and pride. How about insight? What can we do with gift-giving that brings an insight yeah i think something that's really cool some families do this together but doing something to serve others during christmas so it does it points us back to the real meaning of christmas and how you know we have been given a gift at christmas and so we can give gifts to others but just doing something i know some families in their advent calendar they'll have a maybe a weekend day they go to the homeless shelter and serve and um, give out food, or I know some families will sponsor a family, take gifts to them, or, or even participating. There's prison ministry where you give gifts and then they go kind of on behalf of the parent who's in prison to the kids. So yeah. I love those things. I, what really the insight is maybe the insight is um, others have it less fortunate than I, and yes. so I can be grateful, or the insight is giving really is better than receiving yeah or maybe, the joy that comes it's surprising sometimes it, how much yeah yeah uh, you know so that's an insight um in the gift giving it might be the insight that of doing something instead of a gift yeah. and realizing wow that is actually just as meaningful it's mm -hmm. like maybe i don't need all the things I think I need. Maybe it's yeah. not about an object. Maybe it's about a shared experience. Like I think you were telling me earlier that your friends don't tell me about that. Yeah. So with my best friend, just in adulthood, we kind of we acknowledge that we're we're blessed and we're cared for and kind of we don't need any material things. And um, so what we do each Christmas is we give an experience to each other. So maybe there's 
a restaurant we normally wouldn't go to. It's a little more expensive. We'll go and we'll kind of we'll split the meal or we'll go to a concert or we'll go to Christmas lights at the zoo or the botanical garden. So we just kind of we share that time together in doing something we enjoy. And that's been very cool. Yeah, and the, the insight in that is that I don't I don't need more. I just Mm-mm. love people or want to be with the people I yeah. love. Which brings us to the last one, which is connecting. So epic, elevated pride, insight, and connecting. So on connecting, some of the best gifts are those that we share with other people in some way or another, you know, where we really bond yeah. with someone else. So you've just described that. Do you have any other thoughts on how we can connect in our gift giving process? Yeah, well, I think Tova and I spoke a little and we were joking how sometimes you receive the gifts that it's what that person wants to give you. It's not really specific to you. So actually thinking of the person you're giving to and think, what are they interested in? What do they like? Is this something that they're really going to be excited about or do I just want to give it to them? Because I have some family members and friends who give what they want to give because that's what they like to give or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it loses value in connecting. You don't feel like, oh, they thought of me. You feel like they gave what they wanted to give because that's what they like. And so, so the connection is lost there. So let's talk about the contrast of that. How do we make it more connecting? Yeah. I think just something so thoughtful, so specific to you. So there's nothing wrong with kind of the, we can always give a coffee mug or a candle, these different kinds of things. But I'm thinking just personally, maybe some of my friends know I've lived in Peru. So if they gave me a coffee mug and it was had something about Peru or something you're interested in, I love dancing or volleyball, whatever, um, nature, being outside. I think when friends say, oh, this made me think of you and then I receive yeah. it and I'm like, this is so me. If, you know, if anyone who knows me saw this, they would think of me. And those are those moments you just feel loved by receiving the gift. And you feel known. Yes. It's I am known. It's about knowing that somebody really knows you, your heart. They know what color, size, shape, or whatever it is that you would like. And they, it's just for you. So I think that's wonderful. I have an example of that. It was kind of an unusual thing I did one year with my husband. I, his father died when he was 15. We've said Mm -hmm. that here on the radio. And, and so as an adult, he sometimes feels sad that he never knew him as an adult, himself as an adult. And so I got, I found a picture of his father and I got a picture of my husband, both adult men, you know, and I had a artist make a rendering of them together in a, mm-hmm. in a portrait. And it was really meaningful. It was, yeah. uh, sometimes, you know, you can give a gift for someone else that they don't even, they don't even know they need it or want it. And that, yeah. that's an above and beyond moment where there's yeah. an elevated moment. He, he loved it. It was totally unexpected, but he, he now had a picture of himself with his father as an adult. Yeah. It was, it was a, I, I'm sure the Lord gave me that idea, but I'm sure the Lord will give you ideas as you're listening. If you think of your loved ones and say, what mm-hmm. would, what would be really meaningful to them? And how can I connect with this person by giving a gift that shows that I've, I know them that well. And I, I've yeah. thought about them that may take more time. Um, it was not always as expensive necessarily. It's the thought that counts as we say. I want to make another connection on giving presents for the sake of other people instead of for your own sake. Sometimes I think we have to watch out for this. Sometimes at Christmas, all of us, we want the feel good of giving. And we're not always thinking about the recipients and whether it's good for them to receive. So I think of an example. I used to work in the foster care system and we had donors who wanted to give presents to the children who were foster children, but they wouldn't give it unless they got to give it in person because they wanted the experience of giving it and the happy children's faces. But I have to say it wasn't good for the kids. It was actually Mm. bad for them because they felt sort of like 
animals in a zoo. They felt kind of watched, and yeah. these were strangers coming in, and and you know, or worse yet, they start thinking, well, you know, everybody should feel sorry for me and give me gifts. And that kind of creates an entitled thing that wasn't healthy. Yes. So it really wasn't good for the kids. So we want to make sure that we're giving things for the sake of the recipient and not for ourselves. I love that. I've worked in group homes too. And I would see that at the holidays, we would actually have to tactfully figure out how to welcome volunteering, but it be volunteering that was helpful and helpful for the girls because we would encounter the same thing and the girls would actually feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and feel like there's this kind of power differential people coming in to bless us poor little victims and that was the opposite of the mentality we wanted to instill in them mm-hmm. well I know you would talk Lindsay about the gift of being present personally talk, tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about that yeah so I think that's kind of the gift my best friend and I give each other each Christmas but yeah we we see that all the time if you're on ABC family or the Hallmark movie channel lifetime all the movies are about coming home for Christmas, being together, achieving that kind of getting in at the last moment. A lot of the movies might be about, you know, a military family or they're often very emotional and heartwarming. So so we can do things where we the gift we give to each other is to be present with each other. And I think we can su- have memorable moments and powerful moments by surprising people sometimes with those yeah. where you invite your neighbors and they're not expecting it to come in for a family game night. Mm-hmm. And they're like, to just... For no reason, it's just, you know, it's just to be. And the answer is, yeah, just to be. So surprising people with some of those, hey, I'm just here to to hang with you and to do this thing with you and and for no good reason. Well, listeners, we're going to take a short break. This is Tova and Lindsay with Wellspring on the Air. And we're talking about how to create powerful moments this Christmas season. And we'll be right back. Wellspring now offers professional Christian counseling at six locations in Dade County. Therapists are now taking clients at two new locations, one at Crossbridge, Miami Springs, and Key Biscayne. For more information, 786-573-7010 or wellspringmiami.org for more information. Welcome back. Again, this is Tova and Lindsay with Wellspring on the Air, and today we are talking about how to create, on purpose, positive and powerful moments this Christmas. And we're using as an example of this, a book called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. It's not a Christian book, but it's a great book. And it talks about four elements of moments that make those moments memorable. And research has shown that we tend to remember moments that are elevated, meaning they're just be above and beyond the ordinary Moments where we have a sense of pride over something we've done, moments where we have an aha insight, and moments where we really deeply connect with another human being. So we talked in the first part about presence and gift giving and how we can have memorable gift giving. And if you missed that, you can find us at wellspringmiami.org. We have all of our shows there, and we also have podcasts on any of your favorite podcast channels, Wellspring on the Air. You can find us there. So go back and listen to it. But if not, join us the second half. We're going to talk about traditions, how to have elevated, prideful, insightful, and connecting moments within our Christmas traditions so that this Christmas, this holiday season, we have powerful, memorable, positive moments. All right. So Christmas traditions that are elevated. How can we have elevated Christmas traditions? 
Yeah, for so for elevated, I kind of something that I've personally as an adult valued more and more is just celebrating the whole Advent season. So starting December 1st, and I think that helps kind of how we talked about too with connecting and being present, but it helps you be more present for the entire Christmas season. And you don't just wake up on the 26th and you're like, that was a whirlwind. So I think it's elevated when there's attention given to it. So every day there's something specific that we we do or read or look at or something we participate in as a family. And a lot of friends or clients I've talked to, they'll say, yeah, I remember, you know, this is going through the Advent season. There was just these special little moments that came from creating many moments, a daily moment during the Christmas season together. So it elevates this season above other seasons because you were more present and thinking about the meaning in that. You're also adding insight uh, yes. into it because the, on the meaning of Christmas. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have moments it might be worth pushing in your family to go see the best Christmas light show there is <laughs> that might be elevated or to have the most family members home for Christmas that you've ever had or the biggest turkey or I don't know, some of these yeah. things. Um, and sometimes little surprises where things are above and beyond the ordinary. And so thinking through how to have something special this season with your family so that everyone remembers, oh, I remember the year we did that. Uh, for me, I'll tell you, um, and I, this is not an easy one for most of us to implement, but when I was 17, our family went to Israel for mm. Christmas and spent Christmas there. We were in Bethlehem on Christmas Eve with all choirs from all around the world. I will never forget that Christmas. We didn't do yeah, any gift giving you? at all. Hmm. And Israel is not decorated in any way for Christmas. You know, it's it's a yeah. Jewish state, so we're not. But so it was so interesting to be un-Christmassy and yet the most Christmassy <laughs> Christmas ever, you yeah. know. So anyway, there are lots of things we can do that would make it special. So Traditions, we also have pride. How can we bring pride into our family traditions, a moment of pride? Again, I think the things we talked about earlier would would fit with traditions. So any tradition you have in your family, and this year you give it to the next family member, and they're the ones to hang the stockings or make something new. They're the ones who take take on the mantle of the family tradition. That's a moment of pride for someone. They can remember, oh, that's the year I started the stockings because they said I was a grown-up and not a kid anymore, right? Yeah. Uh, That's a pretty special moment. Even you're okay, we're going to decorate the tree now and we get out the stepladder and you get to decorate all the way to the top. Those little things I think stand out for kids. They do, they do. So we can take our traditions and look for moments where our kids can be proud of their participation in it. And what about us adults? Can we think of anything that we could do as adults that would make us feel full of pride in a good way? Achievement? Yeah. I do Christmas crafts every year. Oh, okay. So, you know, I actually do one something that I give to everybody, and I probably have a little bit of pride or ego put behind it. (laughs) (laughs) Some years are better than others. But anyway, I'm sure we can all think through what can we do. I think the other thing Mm -hmm. is just noticing what other people have done and making them feel proud of it. So, you know, if mom is cooking all that, do we all come in? Maybe you could just all come in and clap all at the same time <laughs> for what a great meal she had. That would be a yeah. surprising moment, and she could be proud of it, and it didn't cost anybody anything. It's just a moment of, hey, let's all go in and cheer mom yeah. for having made the meal. Yeah, just giving encouragement, acknowledging, hey, I see you've coordinated this awesome meal, or thanks for bringing us all together today. Thanks, even the coordinating, sending the text or calling to see, all right, can all 15 of us get together at once? I think that's a mini triumph in yeah. ways. And you could even say, 
you're the glue of the family and they yeah. can feel prideful for that. You're the one who makes us all get together. Or yep. You're the one who makes the home beautiful with the, you know, lights on the house, that kind of thing. So moments that we can acknowledge and praise people and they'll feel the pride of it. Yeah. Um, in terms of traditions, let's talk about mm-hmm. insight. The greatest insight we can have is the meaning of Christmas at yeah. Christmas time. So how can we do that? Any yeah. good ideas? Well, I know my family, we do have a tradition of going to church on Christmas Eve together. And then actually my best friend's family, we're kind of, we're close. My parents and her parents are best friends. So we go over with their big, loud Italian family after church and we always have a Christmas Eve dinner together. So that's a very special thing we look forward to each year. And I think just going to church and acknowledging like this is why we're even celebrating Christmas and enjoying, you know, it is the church makes it a more elevated moment. There's special songs and lights and maybe Christmas choir and kind of a special presentation. And so it is, it's just special. It's not what you get every Sunday throughout the year. It's true. I also think that maybe this is a year to come up with something creative in your family that maybe you haven't done before. Maybe um, getting up at sunrise on Christmas morning. Or we all live near the beach here in South Florida. We could go to the beach and see the sunrise, read the Christmas story, then go do the presents or something different. Yeah. I know some families that bring a gift to Jesus that they actually have to think about what they're going to give to Jesus this year and write it and wrap it and put it under the tree. And then at the last round of gifts, there's nothing left but the gifts to Jesus and everyone opens their gifts yeah. and tells about what they're going to give to Jesus this year. And the, it could be the donation of time. I'm going to minister, you know, once a month at the homeless shelter, or it could even be a repentance. Okay, this year, I'm going to mm-hmm. God, I'm going to give up lying or some sin in my life. And I'm going to give that to Jesus. Or maybe this year, I'm going to write a daily gratitude journal. And so, you know, you give yourself a book, a, a journal book <laughs> and, and promise to God, yeah. you're going to do that. Or it could even be giving up something like, um, for a whole year, Mom, the gift I'm giving Jesus is to quit complaining. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, things like that. I know yeah. other families sing happy birthday to Jesus at the Christmas dinner yeah. right before they eat. Or I don't know, there are all sorts of things. But some of those traditions can actually be moments of insight that we yeah. give to each other. and Remembering the meaning. I know sometimes in my family, certain years, we've given, instead of a gift to each other, we've given a gift like through World Vision or different organizations mm-hmm. where you can give a goat or a, a lamb or um, a yurt, a, a home <laughs> to a yeah. family. And I think it does. It's You're still participating in the tradition of gift giving, but you're doing it in a way where we're acknowledging we don't need anything, but there are families who we could bless and give to. And last but not least, if we have mm-hmm. elevation, pride, insight, and connecting in our traditions. And obviously, the connecting is probably the most important thing, yeah. really, that and that is that we connect with each other in our traditions. So having traditions that we do together, and they can be silly ones, like every year, uh, you know, we all watch the a particular Christmas movie together. Yeah. And, and I had someone just say this the other day, and they said, we're so sick of watching it, but you can't <laughs> not do it because it's what we do together. It's yeah. when we sit together and have this kind of popcorn or this kind of thing, and, you know, yes. and it's the tradition of being together and connecting with those that we love. I well, love that. <laughs> we're coming to wrap up, and as we wrap up, I want to say something, again, that the research says that the mm-hmm. most memorable moments, the highs, the lows, if they are epic, you know, elevated pride, inside and connecting. But they also say that research says that the last thing that happens is what's most memorable. So here's our, our take home for you. Okay. Let's say you had a horrible family Christmas dinner. <laughs> Everybody fought, God forbid. The, here's the key for you. 
if you can make it end well, <laughs> they might just remember that the most. Yes. So maybe, research proves it. Research, I know you don't believe it. Right. <laughs> so just get everybody all together, hold hands and say, let's just pray together because at least we love each other or something that makes yeah. that last moment end better <laughs> than don't just let people walk out the door mad. You got to you got to. Hang on to that. Sending leftovers. That's that's a memorable (laughs) moment. (laughs) So think about ways to make your endings good because odds are high. That's what they'll remember. And that's a good thing to know. All right. We've come to the end of our show. Any last comments, Lindsay? No, I love all of these ideas. I think just being creative, taking some time, even sit down for 10 minutes and think through the people in your life, what's really specific to them as far as gifts, and then just memorable moments. What can we do that is realistic? It doesn't have to be expensive. There's so many creative ways we can make memorable moments. Awesome. So again, I want to acknowledge the book, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. And I tell you, it's a secular book with a little bit of vulgarity only for the sake of making some good, accurate storytelling. But beyond that, it's great. And we hope that, Lindsay and I hope that you all have many memorable and positive moments this Christmas season. Merry Christmas from Wellspring. It's time to wrap up. This is Tova and Lindsay with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter. Wellspring on the Air is a production of Wellspring Counseling, a nonprofit professional counseling center with multiple locations in Miami-Dade County. Wellspring therapists are licensed by the state of Florida and Christian in their worldviews. They have wide ranges of clinical expertise, including marriage, family, anxiety, depression, and trauma. Their diverse group of therapists includes several who speak Spanish or Portuguese. If you would like to know more about Wellspring's services of counseling and education, go to their website at wellspringmiami.org or give them a call at 786-573-7010 or email them at ontheair at wellspringmiami.org. Again, you can find a way to contact them at wellspringmiami.org.